0: Hello there. Have you had thoughts and questions about how product management is practiced in Nigeria, Africa and the world at large? Or if other product managers are going through the same challenges and how to resolve it? If any of this strikes a chord, welcome to Product Center. Listen to product leaders share their thoughts and experiences on practical topics such as design thinking, user research, product development, team management, etc. So, irrespective of your level either you're aspiring practicing or senior product manager there's something to learn to give your career a boost you should follow us on our social media platforms twitter and linkedin Arch product centered and subscribe to our newsletter we share lots of product management resources and of course notifications when episodes are released hosting today's podcast is shekemi and i'll be speaking with bumi wellington We'll be discussing our product management experience and some insights into what product leaders are looking for during interviews. But before we jump right into it, let's do some introductions. Bumi is a seasoned product leader who is currently the group head product development and management at eTransact. She has over 20 years of experience in technology and finance. Bumi is a product management coach and she has been invited to give talks at several meetups she's a great writer and she frequently publishes pm articles on medium we'll just go straight into the second set because this is what a lot of people want to hear about so many questions oh she gave me how do i get into product management that's fine so what are the interviewers looking for i know one or two of my mentees that have chatted me of that ah, She came, the interview is next week oh. <laughs> what am i going to do you know so and then we, we start like a one-week process we just do back and forth what are the possible answers you know, what are the experiences you have that you should bring to the call. So I would just go straight into some of those um, questions that people have, have sent in, right? So um, I know there are different and i'm really glad i'm speaking to you on this because i know that as as a group product manager one of the things you would have done is to help recruit new product managers into your team right so you have a lot of that experience in terms of interviews or identifying the right product managers that would do the work that um that you want right or the work that's being required so um some of the questions there are different roles there are entry-level roles and experience roles so what are the soft skills and the hard skills that you would require for entry-level roles and um and for experienced roles so that people can, I don't want to say beef up their CV, that's one, but also so that, because <laughs> the CV gets you into the door, you know, but also so that when they come for those interviews generally, not only at your company, at other companies, they are, they exhum sort of those, some of those skills, right, and let the interviewer know that, yes, this is the person that I'm, that I'm looking out for.
1: Well, I always have a difficult time with, um, this question only because as as product environments change um there's a different requirement and it depends on the kind of um company you're in the maturity of that company and also the type of products that they have so i think those dictates you know those the kind of person you would want to hire but some general things i would say so for an aspiring product manager one of the things i look for definitely is that you're smart you're brilliant um an aspiring product manager that is now a mentee of mindset ah, the way you wrote that article, the article I wrote about on um, recently was that it made you look like you needed an Einstein or be an Einstein to become a product manager. No, that's not the case, but I, I want people to realize that because product managers manage broad spectrum of things, they they, they require, definitely they require EQ, but they require some cognitive aptitude. They, they should be smart people. They should be brilliant people. So I look for you, flats. are you brilliant? Are you smart? Um, it's not yes. about being first class. Do you have even street sense? So there's that balance. You know, you have book smart, you have street sense. Are you are you smart? And then, yes. you know, there's something about having courage and determination, meaning that I can execute, right? So can I finish something? This person will take risk. You know, you've not taken risk before, but from the interview questions, I can already see that this person is willing to take risk and they are willing to see something through. So do they have the, the qualities of someone that can execute something that can finish something yes. are they problem solver you know what you know um, yes. products are about solving problems can they solve any problem i give them a problem they're not just saying hey eh, okay maybe what do you think on the spot they can um give me solution to something right and even if they don't have experience they can come and talk about you know, products that are out in the market right now. What they like about it, what they don't like about it, what they can change about it, what new features, what do they bring to the table? You know, they come into an interview and they tell me about my product. For me, this your product sucks. These are the things that I would do.
0: You know, it's true. Have I told you, know, you that? I have thought about it? Huh? Has anybody ever told you that they will coming to your office? No. I, don't, no. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: but someone has told me. Um, A guy that was sort of a mentee has told me that, oh, I don't like this. And I completely agree with him. There was a product of ours that we had um, with one of my clients, and um, they they showed me some things that I already knew. So I like it. A Couple of things. Show me something I already know that I'm working on, and show me something that I don't know that I, I should have seen, right? You know, so but yeah, someone has come in and said, "Oh, this this product, you know, it it feels old. You know, it needs a refreshing. It needs to be yeah. renewed. You know, and things like that." And that's something we already know. But because we prioritized um, over yeah. another, a product over that, so I you know I, I didn't. I always want someone to be honest, and and those are the kind of people that you need on a, on a product team. You know, someone that can. Is, is not um does not fit into the box someone who's uh, is okay with being um, a long ranger and saying in the in the sense that they can stand their ground about what something is you know you, you need those kind of people to help that and then you know a little bit of you know maybe they can influence they, they are an influencer you can see them that they can they can communicate and um because communication is important. Yes you improve over time but can they communicate, can they articulate, you know? as we're having a conversation there, they may not know the, they may not have the knowledge base about some domain areas, some sectors. So they can articulate yes. certain things and they can tell you, you know, being, being honest about that. So that's, that's, very, that's very important for me for, um, for an aspiring product manager. For a product manager, for a practicing product manager, I would say I want to see some track record, right? And it doesn't have to be in product management, but I want to see that you have entrepreneurial skills, that you have business acumen. You know, you can you can build a, a product to success. You know, you have a product that has grown under your belt. Yeah, you've done this sort of acquisition, you've had this retention. Um, you know, those, those kind of some 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 good metrics. You know, this this is the volume I've made. This is the revenue I've made. Um, when it comes to my, to my product then definitely leadership and for me leadership encompasses a lot of things We talked about influence. Are you influential, you know, can you manage all stakeholders into a into into common into a consensus Right, so those kind of things and then are you a visionary? You're a big thinker Can you think outside the box? Can you see into the future? Are you um, are you very curious? you know, you're you so curious about something um, that um, you begin to see opportunities, you know, are you innovative, that kind of person. And um, then execution. Execution is absolutely important for, for for a practicing product manager. Can you execute, right? Can you deliver something? Can you take it from end to end? Bring, Galvanize the whole team, bring everyone together and deliver this product on time. You know, managing your roadblocks at the way, managing the people. Getting everyone, every everyone together. So those kind of things are very important for me. And a practicing product manager, you know, I like to see that. I don't stay on on the fact that you you should have quote unquote product management experience. But it's great to see that. And it depends on the maturity of the product, what kind of product it is, what where what point at which point you're going to be managing this product. So you know, it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a caveat. You just have to look at your
0: organization and the products you want this person to come in working on. Yeah, so on, on a day-to-day, right, or an interview, in the interview session, you'd have several people that come in, right? So how, how, on your own end, you know, how do you, should I say, how do you filter through, and, or what distinct features or characteristics of the people that make it to the final stage, would you say they have, right? So is it people that have come in and have um, wowed you? I'm, I'm trying to get an idea of what it takes to stand out, right, because some of these um, skills you have mentioned, are important. A lot of them are important. But let's just assume that ten of them all have Like ten of them show leadership, ten of them show influence, ten of them have track record. What will um, tip the scale, right? And what would make them get to the final stage? For to advise, right? A unique selling point that can, you know, just change things around.
1: So, you know, the not all ten, not all twenty. I sift through before I make a decision. I think, wow, in the last four years, I've sifted. I've gone through 9,000 and something uh, resumes. yes Jeez. Just, I'm very <laughs> meticulous about how I pick people and so when people tell me that there's a there's an equitable or there's a um, level of leadership visionary and execution skills and so on I, I differ right so there's so many skills I think I can I can I can highlight 15 skills you can be a motivator you can be a coach you can be a this you know, there was one list I did of twenty attributes that um, that a product manager should have. But going outside those attributes, I now narrowed it down to those three. So those three are the distinction for me. So you know, maybe something that I can share later. I was going to put it on my on my LinkedIn. But there are twenty things that I look for in terms of the traits or skills, soft skills, a product manager should have. And if not everyone has leadership, so I I I, I yeah. bet you I can't have ten interviews with product management experience that has okay. leadership, that's a visionary and that's that's an executor. But the number one thing for me is if I have to pick something that 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 um, about that is is leadership, right? There's a different level of influence. There's a different level of charm. There's a way people come across. You know, people say, oh, but we don't use that word charm. I said, yes. Because that charming person is the one that's going to be able to, to get everyone together. Because if, if I don't have finesse about how I communicate, if I don't have diplomacy about how I communicate, then um, I can't get the job done. So those are the sort of things that I need from someone. So when you say leadership, it's not about management. And there's a, there's a, there's a misconception there. It's not about managing someone. Leadership takes a lot. Leadership takes, like I said, charisma. It takes finesse. It takes it, it takes communication. So all of those things come under under leadership, right? And I'm not just looking for you to lead someone, but I'm looking for you to be able to get everyone aligned with the product vision and deliver this product at the time that I need, which is also the part of the execution. So when you put all those three together and you begin to look at the filters of this. People will show distinction in themselves and how they have applied themselves in an interview. I can have some of these skills and I come to an interview and I don't have that charisma. I am not able to articulate myself or present myself in a way that you're the one that will be chosen. And then there's sometimes like, like um, I, I just go by my gut. Sometimes people have formed terribly and I'm not always right, but I've been wrong once. And I think I've had four people form terribly and I was insistent that I want this person, right? And they did fantastic amazing job I have she's gonna kill me I have this lady that I almost didn't hire. she was super duper smart right oh she is super duper smart she's like my she's my handbag now but I was I was going to be like uh, how did she do this interview like this no, 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 no I don't want that even everybody on the team says no she's not gonna be a good fit for the team she's this she's that but I had the instinct and I let she was she's, she's brilliant and I said okay you know what maybe this is just an off date so let's yeah. take it. And she, she fit in like, she just fit in like love and, and she's been absolutely fantastic. But those things for me are, you know, there's, there's nothing else. I used to say, you know, someone would tell me if they watch this interview that I used to say passion. Passion was that one thing that stuck out for me, right? And it still yeah. is. But I think that people can begin to learn passion once they care about that. So I still stick with that, that how much passion do you have? How much tenacity do you have to see something through? You know, but yes. But leadership for me is is that is that number one distinctive factor if if looking for someone that if I if I need to pick amongst of a, a number of people.
0: Interesting. Thanks for sharing that. So in terms of somebody's asking a question around um what are the things that put you off, right? During during interviews. So maybe you can give us like top five. Cause I'm sure you would have had people, you be like, in your body it's called um the expression is like you're yeah, just so you're like where did this person come from what made this person think they can come for a pm interview right so i I get, um, the top five don'ts right you can put it that way um for when people go for um, product management interviews or things that are just generally you of during interviews
1: okay so one for me is not necessarily pm specific but in, a, in any job and i've had a quite a few of this is when someone is not prepared You know, you're going somewhere as a product manager and you don't know any of their products. Ha! Are you all right? (laughs) Excuse me, but yes. So how do you go for an interview and um, you don't know one product, right? And beyond that, having an extensive view of their products because you're a product manager, this is what you're coming for. So you can't tell me what I should change about my product. You can't tell me what you. I don't need you to tell me what you like, but at least also tell me what you don't like about my products. So you come in and you're not prepared, you're not planned, you're a mess. You know, no, don't don't do that. I don't know if I'll be able to get five, but another one that I that I. Um, uh, <sighs> that that really bothers me is when someone is unwilling you know you're a smart person we can tell you're a very intelligent person but you're unwilling to to express yourself you're unwilling to communicate your experience because you take it for granted you know i'm good they not call me here this is my resume so you don't want to you don't want to share um the, the knowledge that you have the experience that you have and i had that actually another person that my guts i hired every interviewer on the panel said nope 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 and um, I said okay yeah let's just forgive the guy you know he wouldn't he wouldn't answer the questions he wouldn't go in depth he wouldn't go in detail he was just so cocky and confident that look dude I know I know I know my work and um you know so I, I they really this was just one case but I wouldn't usually look at those kind of people twice um and I and I think my other one would tie into this right and and um it's it's about being egotistical and egoist, I, I don't think I will hire an egoist because they won't be empathetic, right? So I need yeah. someone that is not self-centered. So if you come across looking self-centered, feeling too big, feeling too cocky, you can't be a product manager because you have to be able to be selfless. Put yourself aside and think on behalf of the consumer, think on behalf of your of your internal, internal partners. I think Martin Marconay had one one quote that he said if everything someone says um, bothers you, then then you, your ego is too much or something like that. You know what? You shouldn't be offended. You know, if you're offended by something someone says all the time, then you can't be a product manager. You know, so, so someone that can't, um, that can't sort of become in an interview is another thing for me. So you're in an interview, um, especially for an experienced product manager, right? Someone that has been practicing. You come into an interview and you can't communicate. That's a no-no. So, if you can't, yes, it's an interview. We are nervous. You know, I get nervous. You know, even though I do interviews all the time, I was nervous. I said, well, what's your game going to ask me now? Well, how will I talk? You know, how should I present myself? But you still yeah. come in and you bubble them, you know, inside. Let your heart, pull, but be able to, you know, but I'm, I'm also, I, I don't write you off, but it's repelling. I, I need you to be prepared. I need you to have practice how you're going to talk, how you can um, sort of. Make things calmer for you, so that's that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a big problem. I think those will be my my top um, top repelling activity or trait
0: of of, of um, interviewees. Okay, thank you, thank you so much for sharing. After we have just two questions left. Um, this one it's about people people who want to um, cross fields. Right. Um, they're asking what the preference is, right, from interviewers. So um they have if you have this is the scenario, you have two individuals, one with experience in that particular sector or field. Because you know, product management generally or it can be perceived as a general function, right? So um if you're a product manager in the health space, right, um and you want to go into EduTech, right? It's not product management. I've had conversations with product managers where they say, oh, they want to do, um, they want to be rounded. So they want to spend their first two years in fintech, edutech, health tech, and they just go round and round, right? So what's your what's your preference, right, or, or do you think generally um, recruiters or people who want to get um, product managers into their team? I, are biased towards your years of experience in that particular sector or generally they just look at things and they say oh as a product manager so far you have worked on products so far you have um, you have good numbers on your products i don't necessarily need um core um, product management skills in this industry because all of those can be learned because i'm of the opinion that those things can be learned the key product management um, roles or skills are just what's important to thrive in any sector but, but what's your take on that mm, it like i
1: said Around something like this before, it really depends on what the company's expectation is and what the what you're trying to achieve at that time. If you need someone to hit the ground running, I would say they should have experience in that particular sector. So, let's say fintech space, for example. And I need someone to just come in. I need an experienced PM to come in and um, you know make some changes to a particular product, strategize around it. How can I turn this thing around? I can't. I can't grow this product. I've hit. I've hit a. Um, a peak how do i how do i change that so you should have be able to know the industry you can't learn that in a very short time because i need you to hit the ground running but i do think that um experiences across domain is an advantage experiences across domain can be applied to a certain extent they don't deter me from hiring you it just depends on my need for that product manager at, at the time that
0: i need to hire okay okay that's that's very clear now Thank you very much. So, th- this is the last one, and this is from one of the questions that you asked or one of your answers that you did previously about preemptive roles. So, what are the closest, should I say, preemptive roles? Because when, like that, my friend that I mentioned to you, or my acquaintance um, that said it's currently doing customer experience, right? I think there are a number of people that want to cross into the tech space, right? And they are. Apart from being a core tech, because a lot of them, okay, a lot of people want to cross over to the tech space and they can't code. And believe me, they don't even want to learn how to code because they're like, please, that one is too deep. Right, so I advise them. There are several, should I say, bordering um, uh, roles or JDs that you don't necessarily need to, code right but you can just be around and still be in the tech space and still have all the benefits right that come around with being in or working in the tech space so I believe that that's similar to these preemptive roles that you're talking about but please just speak a bit more to to that what are these, the preemptive roles that you'd advise that people can people from those roles can I don't want to say migrate move over into product management generally
1: yeah yeah so is, sometimes people consider lateral moves you know so and there's some adjacent roles that I see that uh, that that fit but lucky enough for people like us as product managers, our role is a generalist role. So I look at it two ways. There's a the creative aspect and there's a the technical aspect. There are a lot of different kinds of product managers, but I think that I have um, streamlined it into maybe like five. You have a technical product manager, you have business product manager, you have a growth product manager, you have a data analytics product manager. Am I missing one? And maybe a business product manager, right? So, you know, you can move into any of this and each one of these have focused. So If I'm looking for someone that has growth, you know, have you done marketing before? You know, so marketing is, is one area, right? If I'm looking at, I said QA before, I'm looking at quality assurance. I care about what a product looks like. I care about meeting the criteria of the customer and that, that's what the quality assurance person does so they can move into that role. And arts and sociology person, creatives, I care about UI, UX. What, what is the thought? of my of my um of my consumers how are they thinking how's their behavior how can i use their behavior to uh, how can i understand them to push my product or how can i understand them to see opportunities for innovation so there's so many of them you know that can fit into into this some some ui ux people designer come into pm roles as a as a designer product manager i can go into into a pm role also definitely engineers Engineers can come into, you know, I was engineering before. I'm not enjoying the coding part. I want to be part of the day-to-day. I want to be part of the build. I want to contribute more than just, you know, you can, you can definitely do that. I've seen some lawyers, um, that's not, I won't necessarily consider that preemptive rule. And I think I'm biased around that, but I have definitely seen some lawyers because of their, the way they think about stuff, their meticulous way. And they've applied, uh, they've applied that to what it is that they're doing. Um, business analysts, of course, the way they think yes. about things, the way they've broken down stuff. stuff, um, project managers also, you know, how, you know, having worked with how they prioritize, but then the, then the, there's some learning curve that comes with that. So I've been used to doing these things this way, but do I care about the product? Do I have a passion about the build of mm-hmm. the product itself, the quality of what it is that I am delivering, the outcome of that product? It's very important for someone um, coming from all those different kinds of areas and coming into this. Um, So, you know, fortunately, we have those five different product manager roles, yeah? So then a number of all these preemptive or adjacent roles can now
0: fit into that. Thank you. I I really like the fact that we've been able to mention a bit about those roles because what i see people like that doing at this point is saying oh okay yes Bumi said this and during this interview it means that i can do that right it means that i can take some courses um, you know read some articles attend some trainings and then start applying for this job because a lot of people you know really want to get into this space this tech space and then i say it again a lot of people right it seems like you know people say it's the new oil right yeah It is. Thank you so much, Rumi. This has been such a, it's been an insightful session. I have learned a lot. Thank you for taking our time to do this with us here at Product Centre. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can listen to more product management podcasts on our website, ProductCentered.com. Don't forget to share this link with your friends and subscribe.